So, continuing what we have, what we are. And in the Buddhist, Buddhist uh, analysis, this is uh, often talked about in terms of aggregates, conglomerates, faculties, sense fields, all kinds of different aspects merging and mingling, co-emerging, co-arising, triggering each other. And right now we need, don't need to go into all the analytical details, which is the one, fun, one fundamental thing to uh, try to experience completely and trust is that the body and mind are not separate. We often talk in terms of mental factors, body factors, so you can separate them. You definitely have different difference between a thought and a bone, absolutely. And yet, when you come to direct experience, the real essence of it, you realize that it's an energetic continuum. Thoughts and emotions compulsing up, waving up, bursting, pulsing, body factors, surge, stick, whir, sink, spasm. There's an energetic continuum and you also realize how, you know, when you get into it, you see how, you know, an emotion has a bodily effect. Emotion associated with welcoming, goodwill, sense of welcoming, our bodies light up, you rise, your warm skin opens, and fear, everything contracts. Yeah. Aggression, things go hard. Very fundamental. Even a loud sound makes your body jump. Why could you jump at a sound? Yeah. That's the way it is. These are emotional triggers. The body and the emotions are really not separate. Their thoughts come whirling out of that, how to integrate, how to deal with all that. They don't do such a good job, really. Now if we go into analysis, and uh, let's do that, and that's not this, and it should be that, and I don't see this, and this is that. Really direct experience, we're coming back to that place in meditation where possibility, body and mind, merging, supporting each other to quell or to allay or to absorb or to release this tangle of uh, emotive effects. And some of these emotive effects, as we all realize, we can talk about past but it's not, is it? You know, the emotional effects still ripple and resonate over the death or the bereavement or the betrayal or the joy or the happiness of three years ago. And you still feel that shimmer in your body and that tightening and that 
tear or that opening or that gladness. It's, it's, the resonance is still there in this underlying energetic continuum. Right? You know, where is it? Where is all this stuff stored? It's built into the energetic continuum that's a causal field. Don't touch it, it resonates. And it doesn't get out of that resonance until that resonance is open to, discerned with wisdom, received openly, and it can pass through. There's a more to it than that, but that's the simple piece. Now in our practice we've been doing a lot of body stuff. Uh, personally have a great deal of confidence in this. And there it is, the first establishment of sati, first place establishment on the body. Why does the Buddha say the body? Why does he say time and time again, you don't realize the deathless without mindfulness of body? Bodies die, don't they? <laughs> okay, so let's just, um, I'll flow a suggestion, you run it through, check it out. Maybe with these four establishments, the body, the others arise within that as we open that up. As we get more to the causal basis of the body, yeah. You come into the way from the sensual aspects of it into the causal basis of it. Uh, you begin to experience those resonances associated with feeling, perception, mind states, bubbling away. Why? Uh, you know? How is it otherwise that when you sit quietly, nobody's bothering you, nothing to do, you can feel yourself sort of turbulent and wow, <laughs> you know. Because of course in this sense of no longer shifting the body around or running out of the body into thought, into screens and books and stuff, you sit in the causal field that the body's in and all that's embedded in that causal field starts rising up. When you get into embodiment, you can feel all the, uh, or called the residues. But, as the Buddha says, in this very body is the arising of the world, the ceasing of the world, and the way to the ceasing of that world. What is this world? This world is your world, your personal world that you wake up in the morning with, 
and it sits in the back of your heart and it stirs and your people and your histories that's it it's in your body just a suggestion check it out so when we cultivate mindfulness of body we're really using whatever apertures we can get into breathing tactile, sweeping you know the stories, walking to enter into the body's experience of itself no longer what's touching it from the outside but how it's organising itself how it's trying to cope with its with experience a lot of it tries to shut things down can't manage this goes unsteady and cultivating in that sense of long body upright, lateral body, grounded body, opening body and basis and using this very simple you know, template breathing as that tidal effect can roll through that soothing just helping to generate a little bit of soothing movement and pervasion to prevent things locking stuck we keep that body and then we're sitting in that embodiment and what arises sounds like it comes up as thoughts but actually if you track the thought to the energy in it busy nervous searching for something to do wondering about oneself critical the energy you'll get the basis of that causal arising and the emotion how does that feel? what happens when we do dialogue together? we just start sitting there nothing to talk about really couple of people don't even know what they talk about is there another body sitting in front of you start saying a few words and then suddenly oi here comes the anxiety oh here comes the wishing to be not comfortable with somebody here comes the memory of feeling uncomfortable here comes the oh that <laughs> you know just the resonance of another embodiment and the opening which dialogue allows <coughs> so then we come to you know solitary you could say sitting in our without the dialogue uh, okay so now we're just using this simple form this and dialoguing through the body that is the body listens the emotions speak if they wish we're not asking to say anything 
we're not saying, you know, let's dredge it all up. You're saying, hold the body, presence of the body, feel that sense of ground, upright, open, lateral. Get that, get a feeling for that. Wait. Now you're sitting in relationship, listening. What comes up? Wanting, uncertainty, don't know quite what to do. And maybe, we pang comes through. Maybe, never get this right. Can't quite do this. The shimmer, opening. Getting realizing this practice and process we go through self conscious competence. I know what I'm doing. I can manage this. Fine, can help me. Self conscious competence. Then we come to retreat, we come to self-conscious incompetence. Hey, I can't handle this. Hey, this is, why was my mind quiet down? Hey, what's going wrong with these funny feelings? Why do I feel so tired? I can't manage it. Self-conscious incompetence. And then, let's blame somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Blame myself, okay, you don't do that easy. I'll just blame a few teachers, blame the Buddha, parents, it was good to blame them, blame history, blame the past, blaming, I'm injecting ill will. We don't try to inject ourselves, drip, 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 with ill will. Because now that we're not in control, and then maybe you know, what's it like when you just say it's just—is it possible just to receive this strange, mildly chaotic experience as the human continuum? Not really mine. And we go to non-self-conscious incompetence. Universal incompetence. Oh, that's a bit of relief. (laughs) Relief. I feel a bit better now. (laughs) Body settles down, breathing in. Oh, the quality of love and warmth arises. Non self conscious competence. <laughs> you didn't have to know what to do, you just had to know how to open and, not, and bear with it. Feel the feelings, feeling. 
the scenario is a scenario, the helplessness is helplessness. This is the causal field, human condition. What do you do about that? You can't do anything about it, really. And then my lips opens. Oh, maybe this is what love is. Let's take some time for direct practice and we'll give a chance to explore some of that. I'd like you to, um, if you would, establish that fundamental embodiment experience. Not too detailed, just a sense of there's certainly an embodiment here and there's a certain density to it and an uprightness to it, a safety to it. And you can, uh, I'm going to encourage you to um, ask places that can open to open. No point in asking uh, a tense, tight place to open, you can't hear you. So you say, let's go into throat, could you open? Don't pull it, just ask if it, if it would, if it could. Let's go into palms of the hands. Could you open? Would you like to? Is that possible? As you sit, as you rest there on your legs. Soles of the feet. How about those cavities between the arm and the breast, the shoulder nests? Sense those, and do they need to be closed? Same thing in your legs, where the legs join the trunk. You're sitting in this very characteristic meditation posture, quite open-legged. Could the groove between your thigh and your abdomen could that also open? base of the body, perineum, could that also, does it have to be closed? Around your eye sockets, would it be okay to just, the eyeballs aren't going to fall out of your head? So loosen around those, whatever can, asking it if it would. And then just sitting in that. And then you're in the, you are the listening partner in the dialogue. Try to fix anything, understand anything, let go of anything, trust the form itself.
using awareness for your body to not get embedded in the stories and to witness any contracting that occurs. And return to that form. <laughs>